0: I'm your host, Father Keith Brown, also known as The Bye Guy, and my mission in life, as well as the mission of this podcast, is to help my LGBTQIA Christian family heal their church trauma, create healthy and happy relationships, and construct authentic and affirming faith if they desire. So if that's you, guess what? You're in the right place. You are truly welcome here, I promise. Now, a couple disclaimers, if I may. Number one, the views expressed in this program are either the views of myself or my guests, and they should be considered as such. Number two, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Otherwise, grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello my friend and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown and I'm so glad that you could join me for this Bible Talks episode of the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and you know I'm just going to tell you. I I love this podcast and I love putting them together for you and I love doing them for you and I hope that it is ministering to you. I hope that it is encouraging you and I just I I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to listen. And if you're one of those that are sharing it with other people, I so appreciate that. I love you for it. Please continue to do so. That's how we can organically grow this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Today, we're going to quickly look at chapter 13 of the book of Acts. We're back in the book of Acts, chapter 13, and we're only going to look at the first three verses here, because when I see this, there's a couple of things that I want to point out, and then just a couple of assumptions that I am making based on this text that I think that we could take heart from, okay? So let's read it together. I'm reading from which version do I have today? The English Standard Version is the one I'm using for this reading today. Here we go. Now, there was in the church uh, at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was also called Niger. Now, that's interesting because Niger is a Latin word for black, so there is the inference here that Simeon was from the African uh, continent, all right, so he was probably a black man from Africa. Lucius of Cyrene, that also Cyrene has a been suggested by many scholars to be tied back to the uh, continent of Africa. So, another uh, black man here gathered, significant. Manion, a lifelong friend of Herod the Patriarch and Saul. Now, it's interesting because this makeup is significant. These are people from different areas, different nationalities, different color and degrees of color gathered together in unity for the cause. Christ. And to me, that's just a beautiful picture of the inclusivity of the message of Jesus Christ. All right. So, picking up in verse two, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. All right. It's a beautiful scripture. So, let me just If I may, just share a couple of things. Number one is the empowerment, and number two is the encouragement. Let's talk about the empowerment first. When you look at this short three verses, you see something repeated. And when you see things repeated in Scripture, that is one of the ways that they signify the importance of what was taking place. So that is a common thing that we see throughout Scripture. When something is really, really important, they repeat it. And if you look in this scripture, there was something that was repeated. It was said early on, and it was said again at chapter uh, verse 3, and it was this. The disciples who were gathered in Antioch were praying, fasting, and worshiping God. In other words, they were spending time in relationship with God they were praying, they were worshiping, they were fasting, they were joining together in worshiping God. And that is so important for us to recognize and see and understand because I do believe that one of the things that is critical to our work in this world, whether we're trying to minister to people who are hurting, whether we're trying to share the love and grace of a true relationship in Jesus Christ with people who need Christ in their lives, whether we're trying to impact the world and sharing um, the message that God loves the LGBTQ plus community and uh, not only loves them, but uses them and um, encourages them in their faith and in their walk. No matter what type of wonderful things that we are trying to do in the name of Jesus, the one thing we have to remember is the empowerment for all of that good stuff comes when we spend time with God. That is individual time with God through our prayer, through our meditation. But I am convinced that it also means through our unified corporate coming together to worship, to glorify, and to feed each other with Christ. And I believe that There are far too many of us, and I'll find myself in here, there are many times in my life when I have tried to step out and do good things, don't get me wrong, do good things in the name of Christ, good things on behalf of God, and yet had not taken the time to empower those things with prayer, with meditation, with time reflecting on God, the will of God, because that's what was taking place here. These gathered together were spending time in worshiping and fasting and praying. And what happened? The Holy Spirit showed up and told them and instructed them to set aside Saul and Barnabas for this important work that God wished to use them for. And I don't believe that this would have been realized and done if they had not spent this time with God. And I just have to keep reminding you and me, my friend, that we have to be careful in trying to outrun God. And the way, again, we outrun God is not spending time with God. (laughs) Because only then can we hear God. Only then can we experience God, and only then can we get direction from God. And I am convinced that worship and prayer and meditation is the fuel that empowers our good work. All right? So I said that I wanted to talk about the empowerment, which I think that is, but I also want to talk about the encouragement. And here's the thing. If you notice that after they had spent this time in worship and fasting, etc., and the Holy Spirit had said, I want to call out Paul, Saul, in this case, and Barnabas, and I want them to go and do this work, what did the other disciples do? What did these other followers of Christ do? They laid hands upon them and sent them out. Now, that's a mild detail, but it is so significant. Do you know that the laying on of hands, whether it is the laying on of hands of a bishop in the Catholic Church or a board of deacons in a Baptist church, when people are being called and, and set apart for work within the ministry and things like that, that there is always typically a laying on of hands? It's called an ordaining of sort, and whether it is an apostolic passing on succession in a Catholic or an Anglican tradition, or just simply a physical laying on of hands blessing within a Baptist church, there is something very special and unique about that. Now, not all of you, the sound of my voice in this podcast, are going to be called out to be pastors or Preachers or evangelists or school, Sunday school teachers or missionaries or whatever. I get that. But if you're listening to my voice right now, chances are you have been called out to be a faithful follower of Jesus. One who's simply trying to follow the instruction and the lesson and the example of Jesus. And if that is you, and I hope that it is, then one of the things that you need is encouragement in that walk. So although we may not always physically lay hands on one another, I think that we have to at least metaphorically, if you will, do so. I think that we have to make special effort to love others who are trying to walk with Christ. We have to take time to encourage others who are trying to walk with Christ. We have to take time to listen to others who are struggling in their walk with Christ. We have to take time to just simply be there and love on and encourage, and sometimes just to give a hug to those others who are trying to walk with Christ. Because I know in my own life, and I have been walking this life for a lot of years, okay? I have been a Christian since I was a child. I have been in full-time, well, ministry, not always, quote, full-time, but pretty much full-time. Ministry, there's no such thing as a part-time ministry. But I have been working in the church and in ministry and whatever for, goodness gracious, how long now? Probably 40 years? And I know that in my life, there have been times when I have been hurting. There have been times when I've been struggling. There have been times when I have a hard time just going on. And I cannot tell you how beautiful it was when another person came to me and told me that they loved me. They encouraged me in my work. They told me that they saw Jesus using me. They told me that they believed that, God had a purpose for me. I can only tell you from my own experience what joy that brought into my life, what encouragement that brought into my life, how that just fueled me to keep going because another person came alongside and helped me. Now, when we look at this text, we may see it in a very formal thing. We may see it in an as in an ordination of speak, and that's okay because you know I think there is a biblical precedent and example of laying on of hands, ordination, all that kind of stuff. Depending on your your spiritual affiliation, denomination, all kinds of things. But at a minimum, I think we can take from this the need to love and encourage others in. Their walk. So let me ask you Are you doing that now? Have you taken the time and the effort to do that for someone else in their walk with Christ? Something to think about. Heal your hurts, move your mountains. And may God truly bless you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.